0: Hey bookworms, welcome to the Read with Angie podcast. We are going to talk about books, so thanks for listening. Hello bookworms and welcome back to the podcast. Uh, Today, February 1st, I want to talk about all the fun things that happened in January. So this is a January recap episode. Um, It will mostly be about reading, but it's also a little life update. So the first life update, I guess. Um, In early January, my sister uh, at Plant Lady Reader, she's been on the podcast a few times as a guest, Um, we finally bought tickets to visit Scotland. So our friend Shan, she's another bookstagrammer, uh, her handle is at all she reads. Um, she moved to Edinburgh, Scotland last summer to work. and she's originally from Australia. Um, so Laura and I thought we should definitely visit her and meet her in real life while she's in Scotland because it's a lot closer to Canada than Australia. <laughs> so we booked our tickets. And we are going in May, and I could not be more excited because I haven't been on vacation since 2017. Um, So yeah, it's been ages. My husband and I were supposed to go on vacation to Los Angeles in April of 2020, and we had to cancel that trip. Uh, You can probably guess why, and that was really crappy. So it will be really nice to go away for a bit, uh, with my sister and I am nudging my husband. Hopefully we, the two of us go on a vacation this year as well, because he deserves a vacation too. And I feel a tiny bit guilty that I'm going away on holiday with my sister and my husband has to stay here and work. So hopefully he gets to go on vacation this year too. Um, my sister and I have been researching all the cool bookstores and markets and touristy things and also not touristy things, hidden gems in London and Edinburgh. Um, but if you have any recommendations for either London, England or Edinburgh, Scotland, uh, please let me know because I'm excited. We're going, we're going to have about four days in London and four days in Scotland, um, in Edinburgh. So yeah, please give me your recommendations. Um, As for reading, in January I finished eight books and I DNF'd one book. Um, Also, there's another book that I was reading in January, but I haven't finished it yet, called The Priory of the Orange Tree. So the book I DNF'd, I want to talk about it because... I was really annoyed by it. Um, It was called A Socialite's Guide to Murder by S.K. Golden. And it was advertised as the first book in a cozy mystery series. And I only managed to read about 50 pages before I had to stop. Um, There's a few reasons why. The main character was instantly unlikable to me uh because she just didn't make sense in my head and also uh she was very concerned with like makeup and fashion and how she looked which is fine there's nothing wrong with that um to to be like that but I am not like that so I was struggling to care about what she was talking about because it was all like makeup and stuff um so yeah i just like i couldn't relate and um the uh, anyway the synopsis of the book described the main character as agoraphobic um an agoraphobic sleuth with a secret crush named Max. Now, I'm not, I don't really know anything, much of anything about agoraphobia, Um, but I thought that people with agoraphobia felt fear or anxiety um, in certain situations like leaving the house or being in a small space or a large space, Um, large crowds and public transportation. So, And I understood the effects and triggers. I I know that they're different for everyone. But the first chapter of this book describes this woman, Evelyn, getting ready for a huge party at the hotel she lives in. Um, And it's mentioned many times the size of the party and how many important people will be there. And not once is her anxiety mentioned. So it just, I was so confused because I read it and she's supposed to be agoraphobic, which means she suffers from high levels of anxiety for certain triggers and (laughs) a very anxiety inducing for most people, well, a lot of people, a huge party with lots of important people. The person who has high levels of anxiety has no problem. So that just didn't make sense in my head. Um, Mostly because I was thinking, like I have anxiety, um, especially social anxiety, like really large crowds and like large parties. If I had to like speak in front of a crowd, I would be so anxious. So like I was expecting the main character to also feel anxiety to large crowds, but apparently not. Um, and then her secret crush turns out to actually be someone like a lover more of by page 10. So to me, a secret crush is someone that you like, and that person has no idea that you like them. Like that's a crush, right? Um, so by like page 10, she's sneaking out of the party to go make out with this guy, Mac. So like, to me, that's a secret lover. I, I don't know. So that bothered me. <laughs> Just like the word, crush versus lover, I was confused. And then I think I mentioned this previously, there are a lot of comments being made about physical beauty for every character. That just kind of turned me off. Like all the characters were only described in physical attributes and nothing else. Um, So by page 50, I still had no sense of the characters. I was annoyed by the synopsis not matching the story from the first page. And so I just put it down. Um, I'm, I am very pro DNF. I do not waste my time reading books that I do not get joy from. So yeah, this was one of those pages. Usually also I was going to say, I usually give the book until page 100. That's like my normal rule. Um, if it's not really vibing for me, I'll get, I'll read until page 100. And then at that point, if I'm still just not really into it, I will DNF, but this paid this book, it did not even take me 50 pages to decide that this was not the book for me, <laughs> so, um, I'm not saying you shouldn't read it, it might be exactly the kind of book you like, and the kind of characters you like, and, you know, the weird synopsis description that doesn't match the happenings of the book might not bother you, so maybe go ahead and try it, but for me, it was a big no. So that was the book I DNF'd. Um, The books I finished were uh, great. Um, I started the year by finishing a reread of Love Light Farms by B.K. Borison. Um, Love Light Farms is the first book in a series. And I've read the first three books. Um, And the fourth book comes out later this year. And I really enjoyed my reread. Um, and I definitely want to continue my reread of the series, but I lent book two and three to my friend, um, so I have to wait for her to finish them. <laughs> um, but also it all kind of always happens with my intentions to reread favorite books. Um, I get distracted by the possibility of finding a new favorite book. And so I've been reading new to me titles uh, for this year so far, other than love light farms. Um, even though I look at my shelves all the time and I see like a court of thorns and roses by Sarah J. Mass, And I'm like, Oh, I really want to read those again. Or like, um, like I really want to do a reread of Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit, but like, I just, I don't know. There are other books on my shelf that maybe is like the best book I've ever read. And I just don't know yet. So anyway, I also finished My Body by Emily Ratajkowski, Twice in a Lifetime by Melissa Barron, and Highly Suspicious and Unfairly Cute by Talia Hibbert. But I did a podcast episode a few weeks ago reviewing those three, so I'm not going to go into detail about them again. Um, If you want to hear about any of those three, you will have to go back and listen to previous episodes of the podcast. Okay, so let me just take a sip of tea. I read three fantasy books in January. Um, so I'll start with Ledge by Stacey McEwen. Um, I also read the Ray Bear duology by Jordan Afueko. Um And Ray Bear and Ledge were the two books from my 23 books for 2023 list so sorry my dog um i also read redemptor which is the sequel to rape error um but well, anyway let me start with ledge uh stacy McEwen is a uh she's on instagram and tiktok and i think her handle is stace bookspace and she's pretty popular on there for like funny reels about turning your husband into a fictional male character. Um, so I wanted to try her book, um, Ledge, which is the first book in a trilogy called the Glacian Trilogy, and I I enjoyed it. I think it was a pretty good debut novel, um, but there's. There were just a few things that were sort of meh to me. Um, So the one thing I kind of struggled with, the chemistry between the two main characters, like the male and female love interest, was not there. It was, there was nothing. And then all of the sudden, they were in love. And I was like, "Mm." so I don't think the chemistry was well done uh, for the love interests. And there were also a few instances of like, mm, how do I describe it? Like sexual activity with no consent, but like, not like full sex. Um, it was more just like leading up to them actually falling in love, I guess one of them would just like rush the other and this happened like in both directions a couple times so one would just like rush the other and just like kiss them or like jump into their lap and like grab them um and then the the one who didn't do the jumping would have to like fight the other one off and i (laughs) i don't know (laughs) i am pro consent and i didn't really like any of that, um, it just happened a couple times, and it was like very quick. And then, I mean, eventually they like fall in love, so it's like I don't know. But I didn't really like that. Um, the part I did like was the fantasy world itself. Um, it was pretty unique, and it was kind of in, like it was pretty interesting. But um, the the book was set up with an annoying cliffhanger. So I hate cliffhangers. If you've listened to this podcast for pretty much like any episode, I probably have mentioned how much I hate cliffhangers. (laughs) Um, so that ending did make me want to read book two. Um, but I, I'm not sure I will. Just because of all the other things about the book I didn't really like. Um, The second book in the trilogy is called Chasm. And it releases in September of 2023. So I don't know. Right now, I probably wouldn't read it. If it was just in my hands, I would read something else. But maybe by September, I will have decided that I want to know what happens. And I will give... um, Stacey McEwen a second chance to to write to, you know what I mean? I'll give her a second chance so anyways, those are my thoughts on Ledge and yeah the other two fantasy books I read were Ray Bear and Redemptor and they were excellent um, this was a YA fantasy duology and the world was really cool so this is just like a vague overview without spoilers. Um, there are these ray bearers, and they have this power that they are born with. But to use its full potential, they have to bond with eleven other people, and then they share the ray between all twelve of them. And then, one as each person is. Brought into the bond, the ray bearer becomes immune to another type of death. So by the by the end, when he when he or she has all um, eleven people sharing the ray with them, um, they are immune to all death except old age. Um, and so then the ray bearers are like the leaders of the continent i guess (laughs) so the main character uh tarasai she is she's our heroine and she becomes a possible um anointed one which is the the 11 people bonded with the raybearer those 11 people are called anointed ones and so she becomes a possibility for the current raybearer's son who is gathering his council. Um, and the Raybearers choose people who have hollows. And hollows are special powers that they will find useful on the council. So Tarasai has the ability to see people's memories if she touches them. And so that's really cool. And um, yeah, so people are born with these hollows. And then those are the people, the children, who are often sent... To the children's palace to pass tests and potentially be selected as one of the council members Um, so I can't really say much else without spoiling anything but I really loved this world there is magic and strength in all the characters and you you see them grow up through the books so at the beginning of book one all the characters are around ten years old so they're all kids And then by the end of book two, they're 18. So it's definitely young adult, um, but there is some brief mention of sex between the adults that are like around the palace. And then later in book two, there is some teenage sex, but it's all very closed door and minimal. Um, One of my favorite things about this book is also the asexuality rep. And a little bit of like polyamory rep. But anyway, there is one character that talks openly about how they feel romantic love, but have no interest in physical love. And there is also a character that is very adamant about being child-free by choice, which I loved um, because I'm child-free by choice. But in one scene, she picks up her friend's, like, cute baby sister, and she thinks something along the lines of, like, maybe this cute baby will make me want a cute baby. Um, And then she feels nothing. No motherly instincts, just, like, a natural amicable feeling towards a cute baby. Um, But no feelings of, like, I want one of these, (laughs) which is um, how I have felt most of my life about babies and when I hold a baby and I have actually had the like moment of like, maybe if I hold this baby, I'll want one. And then I never do. (laughs) So yeah, so that was cool to have a child free by choice character. Um, yeah, overall, I would highly recommend this duology to, uh, YA fantasy fans and fans of fantasy with like no sex scenes or like super focused romance um that this is a good option also i posted today a photo of the covers of these two books on my instagram and i just want you guys all to know i ordered the uk covers because the us covers are cool but I saw the UK covers on a bookstagram page of somebody I follow who's from the UK. And I was like, whoa, those are so pretty. And so I ordered the UK covers. So if you're looking at my Instagram page and you see the photo of Raybearer and Redemptor, um, and you're wanting the same covers, they are from the UK. Okay. Um, yeah. I also finished a nonfiction book called Come As You Are by Emily Something. Shoot. One second. <laughs> Nagoski. Emily Nagoski. Um, so she's Dr. Emily Nagoski. It's all about sex, um, and particularly women having sex. Um, it was pretty interesting was a lot of, um, a lot of stuff I didn't relate to, but there was also a lot of things in there that I did relate to, um, you know, about sex, which I'm not really going to talk about on the podcast. So, (laughs) um, but you can look it up. It's called Come As You Are by Emily Nagoski. And it was a very interesting read. Okay. So that's my January reading wrap up. Um, I also managed to run 77.7 kilometers in January, which I feel very good about. My goal was 84 kilometers per month this year, but I only ran like 40 kilometers in December. So, uh, to run 77 in January is a vast improvement for me and I feel very good about it. Um, uh, yeah. Anyway. Oh, I did get a few new books in January to add to my shelves. Um, I had some gift cards from Christmas to Indigo, which is like the Barnes and Noble of Canada. Um, So I finally used them and I got a bunch of books. So I got the Mistborn trilogy by Brendan Sanderson. Um, The box set of the trilogy was on sale, so I just got all three And they were recommended to me by my friend Elise on Bookstagram because she knows my fantasy tastes. (laughs) Um, I also got A River Enchanted and A Fire Endless by Rebecca Ross. Um, I've just been seeing so many great reviews of those two on Instagram and I found out they were based on Scottish folklore, so I needed them. Um then i got a non-fiction book i saw on my friend nat's page their handle is read along with nat and the book is called read this to get smarter about race class gender disability and more by blair imani and nat said they were really enjoying it so i'm looking forward to reading it um and the last book i caught It's called Scorpica Scorpica by G.R. McAllister, and it's the first book in a fantasy series called The Five Queendoms, and it sounds really good. I don't actually think I've seen it anywhere on Bookstagram. Um, I just found it in the fantasy section at the bookstore, and it looked good, so I grabbed it. So Anyway, I'm looking forward to reading all of these new books. Um, and I'm thinking of making March like a fantasy focused TBR since my February TBR is all romance books. Um, so I was thinking, yeah, maybe in March I do all fantasy and like catch up on all these. I have, fantasy is my most read genre for the most part because that's the most, <laughs> This my favorite, I guess. Anyway, um, I started my first February book Which is called Same Page by Hannah J. And it's really cute so far. It's like a friends to lovers one. And it's an indie romance. Um, This is Hannah's first book. So I'm excited to read it. Anyways, that's all I have for you guys today. My January recap. And I will be back in your ears next week. Happy reading! Thank you for listening to the Read with Angie podcast. You can find Angie on Instagram at readwithangie or www.readwithangie.com.